Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... Oh, that was your welcome from Judah. <laughs> That's Judah. I'm Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom. I have three young men, four years old, two years old, and four months old. And I am a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, pre and postpartum specialist, and Basically, I have worked with a lot of women over the last 10 years who have a lot of very similar struggles. This is why I'm venturing into the world of decluttering today. It is not at all because I am an expert in this by any means. Many of you are much more seasoned than myself as a mom and as a homemaker running a household. So please know this is not because I am speaking from a place of I think I have it all together. Not at all. So there are so many people who can really set you up with some great decluttering strategies or systems for your home. So definitely go check out some of those podcasts if you know that if you walk away from this podcast just really seeming like, okay, this is an area that I need to work on, that I need to grow in. Many of us can. I am just including this episode basically to get the ball rolling for you because why it does cross over into my lane and matters is that so many women that I work with cite lack of time as a huge obstacle for them. In the beginning of training or for some people when it was in person, I didn't often ask what their obstacles were right from the get-go. I would It would just kind of come out through the weeks of, you know, training them in person and hearing. But now right when I begin training someone in an online format, I will say what are some big obstacles that you have, you know, to a health and fitness program to following a regimen, or it will come out again as we work together through the weeks. And lack of time is very prevalent. So sometimes, yes, there is just, you know, there is a finite amount of time that we have, but a lot of the time it is because the time is not being managed well. And part of that, we think that we're managing it well many times, but it's that we just have too much stuff. We don't have places for it to go, all of that. So that's why I think this is so relevant to a health and fitness podcast because first of all we are whole people right we're our physical spiritual emotional beings i talk about that a lot you cannot just isolate these things there's so much data and research out there about how clutter affects our mental health and our stress levels our anxiety our feeling overwhelmed all of that so it's really pointless for me to try to work with somebody or, you know, speak with you and say, oh, you know, you can definitely spare 20 minutes to get your workout and here's how you can formulate your workout. When you know that there is no way in God's great earth that's going to happen. You're like, there's no way I can find 20 minutes to do this. Or, you know, you really try to, but despite your best efforts, you're too overwhelmed in everything else. So that's why it matters. You've got to get these other things going. You've got to get, I'm not going to tell somebody who's like, there is a client I'm working with right now who listens to this podcast. I love her to death. And a couple weeks in, she's like, I just cannot get these workouts done because honestly, everything else in my life is exploding. And I said, you know what? Pause on the workouts. Do not worry about the fact that, you know, usually I do four weeks at a time with somebody. So they do the same workouts, but progressing them, making them a little bit harder for four weeks. And then we get a new set. I said, I will not give you a new set of workouts. Just get these other things in place. This week, just work on figuring out what your, you know, house cleaning schedule looks like or whatever else. All all of these things work together 
And once we can get systems going in pretty much all areas of our life and when everything is on, it's so much smoother. I don't know about this might be just me, but it seems like it's a lot of people that you either feel really on or really off. There is no in between. I remember that growing up too. My dad would be like, you are so dramatic. I lived in a house of, I, there were four girls all together and then my mom. And so the poor man had a lot of estrogen, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, but it's like, man, you guys are either really on top of the world or like crawling under a rock. And that is still how I am to this day. And I think it is a predominantly feminine trait there where it's like, we either feel like we're killing it in all areas or we're getting run over by a semi truck. That is how I feel. And when my spiritual life is good, when my home is being managed well, so like I'm praying daily, I am keeping up with my cleaning and laundry schedule, I am keeping up with my work, you know, according to the planned times and getting my podcasts out and programming for my clients as, you know, I plan to, I feel good in all areas. I feel great. But usually when one starts sliding, they all slide. When I oversleep for my prayer time, you know, several days in a row, and then I start kind of behind because I didn't, I wasn't up and didn't start the washer right away, and I feel like I'm always doing laundry because I'm off my routine, it seems like everything else falls apart. So truly, clutter affects so many areas of our lives, and you might not even think that it does when you're, it's, it's getting in the way of you relaxing. I've noticed that so much. I cannot even work. Typically, I try to sit and work most nap times. Like right now, it is nap time here for the older two. Little man is kind of half snoozing on me because I tried to (laughs) put him down and it failed. So he's just going to record with me. But if I sit down to record at nap time or write a program for somebody or write down some recipes that I've been doing, whatever, I cannot do it. If I see toys everywhere, if I see a pile of mail on the counter, whatever. I need a clear space. I need a clear environment. And many of us are like that. I think everyone really truly is like that. I get that, you know, we all have different levels of clutter that we can tolerate, but I think it attributes so much to our overall health, not only just because it frees up that mental space, because it's like sitting down and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. And then you see a pile of something. You're like, no, I'm not. And that's part of the reason we feel like we never can take a break. We never can rest. We never can pursue hobbies that we like because there's always something. So believe me when I say this is 100% one of those areas that I continue to try to grow in. I also love this stuff. I love organizing. I love cleaning. I love decluttering. (laughs) So it does come naturally to me, but it still has been a definitely evolving process, especially with kids, because just when I think, you know, all right, I've got systems for myself. All right, then I got married and okay, I've got systems for us. Okay, now we moved. Okay, I've got systems. So, you know, again, go find some resources. I've read, watched all the things, taken in a lot of different people's um, advice. I definitely started with that KonMari book, the Marie Kondo Art of Tidying Up took some things away from that, left some things. I used to listen to the Kendra Hennessy Mother Like a Boss podcast. She talks a lot about systems and cleaning and whatnot, so took a lot away from her. Ali Casaza is another one who's big in decluttering. I think I read the book to, who is it, Joshua Becker or Beckett or something? It's more about kind of minimalism, but in decluttering. So I've taken this from a lot of different sources, and then I have done what works for us and left the rest. So same thing here. Take what you want from this podcast. Leave the rest. The overall thing I want you to walk away from is, hey, maybe I should 
start going through some of this stuff so that I can feel like I have more time in my life. I can feel literally lighter and not as bogged down by my stuff. And then maybe I will be able to start making healthier foods for myself during the week or for my family. Maybe I can squeeze in three 30-minute workouts a week because I'm not managing my stuff so much. Everything you own is taking some of your time, you know, to a degree. I agree with that and disagree with that to a degree. I have, you know, a basket of, or like a Rubbermaid of old photo albums in the basement. That's not really taking much of my time because it's taking a little corner of the basement. I never think about it. I never have to move it. It's just there. I will actually talk about that later. So, you know, that's all right. But yes, the mail on the counter that I moved 19 times because I don't actually have a place for it has taken so many of my little minutes moving it here and there. I've touched it 19 times before I just put it away. So I'm just going to share what I think about this, how I'm going about this. I also think, excuse me, that I just ate a kind bar really fast (laughs) between. I I did record one episode and then I had to go grab the little guy because he was up and then I ate a kind bar really fast and I'm recording this episode. So You know, it goes with my theme, though. I've talked about in other episodes of batching. I try to, if I'm going to take out all the podcast stuff, like my microphone and little thing that protects the uh, peas from being too rough on you guys, my headphones, all that jazz, I'm going to try to get two or three episodes done in one sitting. So that's, you know, more under systems and things like that. I've talked about that uh, in uh, past episodes about not feeling overwhelmed and whatnot, trying to do like tasks together. But anyways, I think that this podcast is just apropos of Advent because the whole purpose of Advent is to clear our hearts, make space, make way, prepare the way for Christ's coming. And like I said, we're all, it's all connected. You can't just, okay, I'm going to spiritually in my heart make room for him, but you have all this stuff in your house weighing you down. So I know we also have limited amounts of time. It's not like once you listen to this podcast or once you become aware of like, wow, yeah, maybe I do need to declutter, that you all of a sudden are going to be able to go take a week off of your life and be like, all right, kids, fend for yourselves. I'm going to declutter the entire house. That's definitely not how it works for me. I will share again how I'm kind of tackling this, but I think in general, Advent is a nice time to start working on this. So it can be a process. It is a process. For me, this is never a I made it kind of thing because there are five people living in this house. We have so much coming in at all times that I can't just declutter once and call it a day. It's, it does take you know, maintenance and editing throughout. So I think it's a good, especially because we know if you do have kids that Christmas is coming and typically that means toys. I know, you know, a lot of people try to do experiences, which is awesome. We've definitely started doing that kind of thing, but we do have some toys coming in, so it's nice to kind of go through clothes, toys, etc., make room, feel lighter. And like I said, if you can't get through everything you want to right away, try not to be discouraged and just, you know, when you when you have a plan, you feel better about how it's going to go. I've talked about that in regards to finances, and I've talked about that in regards to workouts. If you or, you know, workouts, health, fitness, etc. You could realize that you would really like to lose 20 pounds of fat. And you're like, okay, say you actually could lose 20 pounds of fat that you have a significant amount to lose there. It's not just, oh, I want to be an arbitrary number, but say you really do. You can, you're not going to wake up the next day, eat one salad and do a one workout and be at your goal and think like, okay, great. Now I'm here. 
However, you will feel better and you will feel more at peace just knowing you have a plan. If you're like, okay, it's one day I'm going to start, check off that workout, eat, eat those vegetables, eat that protein, wake up the next day, do it again. You know you're working a plan and that you are going to see the results and you are going to get there. There's a peace of mind that comes with just having a plan as well. So for me, how I am personally am decluttering this advent is number one, I did just make a list of my home must do's by the end of the year. So I put by the end of the year on it to try to give myself a little sense of urgency, but really it's just in general and probably I'm not going to tackle everything on it by the end of the year. It is just what I would like to get done. So this looked like organizing the basement was on there. I We did do that one as a family like two weeks ago, so that was great to get to cross that one off. But uh, some digital clutter I want to finish organizing our photos from this year, order photo books, things like that. So that is all on the list. That's actually kind of my holdup because I got our family, we had our family pictures taken in just a couple months ago or so. And I'm just waiting on getting those back. And I want to get those photos before I do them. I do a Shutterfly book for each boy for their year. Like I don't do the year of 2020 or the year of 2021. I just do like Josh, age three to four. And it's like from his birthday to his birthday. And then Joey from whatever. So I'm pretty good on it. I just have to do their like most recent ages. Joey just turned two in November and I have to do his one to two, but I want to wait on those pictures. So anyway, some of these obviously I can't even get to right now, but knowing they're on the list means they're not taking up space in my brain that I'm randomly thinking about that at two in the morning or when I'm in the shower, when I'm driving, like, oh yeah, I have to do that. Oh yeah, we're out of salt. Oh yeah, this, like just write it down, get it out of your brain. So number one, make a general list of what you want to get done. And that might be, you might have some big spaces that you need to declutter. You might need to declutter a lot of areas. Just put that on there. Declutter kitchen, declutter basement, declutter closet, declutter kids toys. Write it all down so you know. Okay, this is again just what I'm doing. That's what I did. I have a master list of home must-dos. Number two, I'm designating one nap time a week to hitting whatever is next on the list. And I get to decide that. I get to decide what is most urgent on the list, what I want to do. If you do not have a nap time to work with at your house, you can do this however you want to. It could be one hour every Wednesday night or whatever. It could be two hours on a Saturday morning, whatever that is for you and to you. It's funny because I'm going to do a future episode on Sundays and the Sabbath and what that looks like to us taking rest. And because I love this so much, I do love decluttering and organizing. I was feeling guilty one Sunday. I'm like, honey. He's like, what? I'm like, I really want to go organize the boys' clothes. He's like, okay. I'm like, but it's a Sunday. I'm trying not to because I'm trying to rest. He's like, well, do you find that restful and like restorative? I'm like, yes, I do. He's like, okay, go do it. Like I needed permission to go declutter. Not really. I don't need permission from my husband. Don't take that and twist it. But it was just funny that I was looking for the like, I know this is weird. Most people wouldn't want to do this as a recreation, but here I am. So just pick what it is. I honestly just did this. Typically, I do try to work on Fit Mom stuff during all nap times that I get in this place, but I did just look at the end of the year and said, okay, for the month of December, I'm going to take Wednesday afternoons off, quote unquote, of Fit Mom work, and I am going to tackle something on this list because, you know, you got to get the needle moving and you got to look at it from somewhere. Maybe that's for you, you know, at night, one weeknight, whatever. 
Again, just then you know, like now I know, okay, great. Wednesday's a nap time. I have a time that I'm going to do this. I just, it's just a matter of when I get to everything on the list. Okay, how I personally tackle this when I'm looking at decluttering my house in general, everybody has different systems. Like go do specific zones at a time, like all the clothes in the house or all the toys in the house. And for us, that would be like the toys in the living room and the toys in the playroom, whatever. I like to just hit room to room. So I just would start with the room that is going to give you the most peace. If for you, that's the living room, start there. For me personally, the place that I like declutter the best is the kitchen because that is the one too that I have to constantly edit because things creep in like random Tupperwares find their way in. All of a sudden I look and there's like, a bunch of tops that don't fit any bottoms and I've got sippy cups and I don't even have anyone at the age of drinking sippy cups. So I like to go through my kitchen cupboards. A lot of times this one I just hit when I'm already cooking something. I, I'm a big fan of like small jobs while you're doing other things. Not that, you know, not the multitasking that is going to take away from a job, but if I'm simmering a sauce on the stove and I have to be there to stir it, I can definitely just kind of clear out the junk drawer next to it, right? We all know how that works. Sometimes it results in me like dumping the drawer out and then actually having to dive into it for the next three hours. But if once you kind of get the systems in place too, then you can just keep editing them. That's not as bad as the first initial go through. So pick where you want to start, what's going to give you the most peace. For me, what I'm pretty much hitting this advent because I'm just really sharing what I'm doing is uh the kitchen because again that's just kind of a constant and we are kind of in the in-between of we have you know Judah has bottles for if I I breastfeed but if I'm gone for a couple hours or whatever I'll leave a bottle of milk but he's also going to be getting into baby food soon so I need to get out the stuff for that because I try to make some baby foods ahead of time in little glass jars you know with a grain of salt, I also buy baby food. I didn't with my first. I did with my second. So I'm sure that I'm not at all making like a plug for I only make my baby food. That is not true. But I do have baby food stuff. So my point being the kitchen is always in transition for us. And that is on my list. Kids toys is on my list because again, I want to clear the space for new toys to come in and to go through some broken stuff and just get rid of it. Donate some other gently used stuff that they're just not really into anymore. I'm getting much better about this because I've noticed with uh, like the subsequent kids, they just start playing with the bigger kids stuff faster. I'm sure this happens in your house too, where Josh is my oldest and I feel like, okay, I had the toddler toys and then I had the this. And, like, my second has never touched toddler toys. He just goes right to the Legos, (laughs) right to whatever. Like, he has been playing with Legos since he was, like, one. And I just had to watch him to make sure he didn't put them in his mouth. He has no interest in the little, like, match the color with the color. It's like, no, give me the magnetiles. Give me the Legos. So, you know, getting rid of the stuff that they're just not into and probably won't be. Another one on my list is my clothes. And this is a really big one for me because, and for many of you, I'm sure, who are constantly changing sizes. And I'm not talking about gaining and losing weight just for its own sake, but a lot of us who are pregnant and then postpartum and then you're just postpartum enough where you can fit into those jeans, but not those jeans. And you're just pregnant enough that you can still squeeze into this with a hair tie, but you can't, you know, rock it in your second trimester and all that stuff. I'm totally in that spot right now where I really want to order. I'm not because I'm having some self-control in this Advent season that is not about getting things, but 
man, I do not have like any winter dresses that I can wear that I can nurse in. This is a new one for me. Uh, I guess it just didn't really hit seasonally before where I'm like, oh, that's high necked. Oh, that's high necked. (laughs) So I'm going to go through my clothes and I do have that excuse of, oh, like sometimes this fits, sometimes this doesn't. But if anything, I just want to add my closet. So taking, you know, the clothes that don't currently fit or, you know, that are still some leftover maternity ones or whatever and putting them in garbage bags very classily. (laughs) Is that a word? Classily? Uh, With class. Shoving them in garbage bags and putting Sharpie on the outside saying postpartum clothes or whatever and getting them out of my closet so they're not taking up space right now. And lastly for me, I'm working on, I mentioned this, digital clutter. And if you've heard some of my podcasts that include where, you know, I get the audio dropouts, it's because I overload my phone, I overload the computer. I hate clearing digital clutter. This is the area that I struggle the most with. I've listened to a lot of podcasts on handling digital clutter, and I have come a long way. For me, it's just the one that I slack on upkeeping. I'm really pretty good about upkeeping other systems around my house, like cleaning the bathroom on Tuesdays and doing laundry Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But I try, there's the keyword try, to make sure that I organize our photos quarterly, uh, just getting them off my phone and onto the computer and then they're backed up by Dropbox and stuff like that. But life just happens and it happens all the time to me where I am the queen of having 20 unread text messages and 5,000 unread emails. <laughs> so if that's you and I owe you a message, I'm really sorry. But that is just kind of the way the cookie crumbles around here. So uh, that's my list. That is what I'm going to work on. And just some other random tips that I thought of, just a couple um, as I've been going about this process, is number one, if I can work it into the day with the kids, that's an awesome bonus. Because I did just say, like, I'm going to reserve Wednesday afternoons, but, you know, if I can get some done while they are around, I definitely do that. If they're playing Play-Doh and I do just pull out a kitchen drawer and think, okay, I'm just going to organize just this drawer, awesome. I do this all the time when we are in the playroom. I will just dump out some of the toy cubbies or the we have like one toy basket in our living room and I'll dump it and just go through and pick out any broken pieces or random stuff that's found its way into there. So if you can do that or your kids are a little bit older and they can help you out here as well, awesome. Delegate it, you know, there's a way that everybody can help in this. Number two is to take the cost factor out of it. This is really hard for me, especially with clothes, because I'll be like, I paid $30 for this sweater and I've only worn it once. Okay, but why do I not wear it? I don't wear it because it's itchy and scratchy. It's not super flattering. I didn't try it on and it makes milk really boxy. So I pass it over every time. Every time I open the drawer, I'm like, yeah, not that sweater. So why am I giving it space? It's literally just because I paid for it and I haven't worn it. So let it go. Pass it on to somebody who it will look great on, who wants to wear a tank top under it so it's not scratchy, whatever, and get rid of it. This is one I really have only accepted in the last year because I truly am the person that holds on to it like, no but, no but, no matter what it is. And I'm like, nope, we haven't touched it. I've been doing that with baby stuff as well as I've been pulling out the next size or whatever. More, I've just been finding more that I haven't touched and I had like a Moby wrap and a car seat not a car seat cover, the grocery cart covers. And I took it out. I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't use this for Josh. I didn't use it for Joey. But then I'm like, oh, but I'll probably use it for Judah. And I was going to hang on to it. And I'm like, you know what, Britt? 
you're clearly not the person that is going to use this. So you haven't used it in two kids. You're probably not going to with your third kid when you don't even go in the store that much. So get rid of it. Like pass it on to somebody else. And I tossed them in a buy them nothing group for our town and somebody picked it up and now they can use it. So just like let it go and try to take the cost out of it. Okay. You already spent the money. You're not going to get it back. So just move on. All right. And then don't, don't be reminded of it every time. There's again, the mental stress and the mental load is like every time I'd see that sweater, it'd be like, oh, I should really wear that because I paid it for it. Nope. Now it's gone. Somebody else is using it. That's great. Lastly, my last little tip here is get it all the way out of your house as soon as possible. So you will literally feel lighter if you do this. If you just kind of bag everything and then it's sitting, you know, next to the door waiting to go outside or it's sitting in your basement now just taking up new space or it's sitting in your trunk, I'm definitely the queen of that. I will drive around my clothes to donate for about three weeks before I drop them off. At least if they're in the car, you know, you're partway there and you're getting your house to feel lighter. But just get it out. You are going to feel a lot better if it is out of your house. So that's great. The only thing I don't do this on is the kids' toys if I have decluttered without them. So if I have taken out like five toys, then I'm like, ah, I don't think they really play with these. I'm going to take them out. I will put them in a box in the basement and kind of give it a week or two. And if they are like, hey, where's my favorite transformer that goes from a car to a, you know, like, oh, oh, I think I was just washing that. I'll grab it for you. And then I'll go get it. And that can go back in the rotation. But most of the time, if they don't even mention it or whatever, I will just donate it, get rid of it. If they do bring it up and I've already donated it, then it's like, oh, sorry, I took that out when I was paring down our stuff. Maybe next time you can help me pare our stuff down. To this point, they have not cared enough. My oldest is four, so he's just like, oh, okay. It's it's stayed there, you know. Otherwise, obviously, if your kid's crossed over, I think, and cares and can be, you know, uh, reasonable and logical about this, then definitely just let them, you know, you can work on your, their stuff with them. Again, I'm not an expert here. I'm just saying what I do. That is what I do is I do the hideaway box in the basement and it seems to work so far. So that's it. That's what I got for you today. I hope that something helped you out here. If nothing else, just thinking, all right, I've, I really got to get my stuff together if I want to get my health and fitness going because all this other stuff is taking my time. So I'm going to slowly chip away at this. That's awesome. And I, again, would just recommend reading some books, listening to some podcasts on this to get you further inspiration, further tips as well. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. I will talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your day. 